Hello, everybody. It's Wake Up With KC. I'm Kimberly. And, you know, I'm always connecting with like-minded people that share the same interests and connections. And you know, I came across this one beautiful being. She's like a soul whisperer. And she joins us today. Please welcome Arena Agathe Fuller. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you for having me on this show. I just love the intro. Oh my God, how beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. I just, I wanted to be a part of what it is that I'm about for my show. And just to let you know, I'm starting my second season of Wake Up With KC. So you yes. are part of the new chapter. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, I'm excited and I've been waiting patiently to have you join us today to talk about, I always, you know, tell my audience, you know, spirituality is not inherited. It's discovered. So I like to ask you, when did you discover your spirituality awakening and, and, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Okay, um, so I'm Orena Gatifola, that's actually German. Um, I'm born in Germany, my dad is German and my mom is Sri Lankan. Um, Aurena means actually the queen of fairies, the one who covers you in love. And Agathe means the good, beautiful person. <laughs> so my dad knew what he's doing. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I'm a Sia, I'm a healer, I'm a multidimensional being, interdimensional. Um, Sia because um, I do see and read energies, like when I look at people, when I am in different places, um, I just see energies. I know codes, I know, like, I see the world, I think, different than other people do. And there is no awakening such as because I have always been like that. I mean, even when I was a small girl, I remember events when I was like one year old and my brother and my sister would say, you're just imagining that. How can you remember that? And I'm like, of course I remember. I just remember because like one day my we had a neighbor and our neighbor, like we are from a village when, like my dad is born 1929. So it was from the Second World War. And people in our village used to have their own um, kind of tiny mini farm, like their own animals. So our neighbor, he used to have lots of sheep and, and pigs, and he would have his own honey. And my dad, I don't know what, one day he just took me. He didn't explain anything to me, and he just took me. And we went to this, like, to see the pigs, and it freaked me out. They were so huge. <laughs> And I know because he took a picture of me doing that and I was one year old and I remember that very well. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And even in the kindergarten, um, when he took me every day to the kindergarten, like I would sleep like really deep and it was like a hustle for him to wake me up. But it's just I didn't want to go there because I could feel the energies and thoughts of the children there. And I felt such like a stranger I knew I didn't belong there but at the same time it's like you're forced to go there it's like a law in Germany so it was quite tough but I I was always aware about my surroundings <laughs> and about myself 
<laughs> and it, do you find it fascinating? Like certain people, like I didn't, I had like a spiritual awakening. Like mm -hmm. I started experiencing things that, you know, at first, you know, being in the religion and in the Christian, you know, Baptist, and there's like, oh, the spirit of God's on you. The Holy Spirit's falling, you know, and all this other stuff. I didn't know any better. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm experiencing. But then I started questioning other things. And I was like, this is not, no, <laughs> you know, like I need to find, like I wasn't getting the truth. Yeah. Um, it's like you actually, feel, yeah, yeah, feeling and experiencing. So I was like, okay, where do I go? Like, I know there's something not right here going to the church to find what is actually yeah. going on with me. Yeah. And I did wind up going through, it's funny, you go to the secular world to find the people show up in your life. It's like synchronicities. So that's how my journey started. And then I started channeling and I'm like, what in the world am I channeling? I don't know this language and who are these people? You know, I know they're beings. So that's, that's my, amazing. that's what I've been like trying to understand. And that's how I came across you. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's a light worker too. She's a star seed too. So I'm meeting my family now. <laughs> yeah. We are meeting each other. And that's the wonderful part of it. <laughs> and that the waiting that, was worth it. <laughs> yes. But I didn't have it until later in life. And then I realized I was having, you know, other experiences like dreams and visions and, you know, like premonitions of things happening and they would happen. I'd be like, oh my God, I, I, I had a vision about that, you know, and it's been an interesting journey. And what can you say to others that, you know, are going through something or remembering something that's part of what's happening now in, in what's going on in the world today? Um, I mean, anyways, nowadays it's so much easier to connect. It's like nothing. Everyone has WhatsApp, internet, Facebook groups. It's like, it's so easy. I mean, I'm born 1980. We didn't have those things. When I traveled to India, it's like we had mobile phones, but we wouldn't use it because you don't want to spend one uh, one what was it, uh, the one euro on one message, it was like a lot of money. So, and we didn't have Google Maps and all those facilities. So I really had to travel with my gut and my gut feeling. Um, what I would really say is, it's not what can I suggest is, um, I mean, it's up to you if you do it or not, and if you feel it's correct or not. Um, it's not about how do I find people now, it's more about, are those the right people? Because um, I'm sometimes shocked. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to radio. I don't listen to, sorry for saying, but I don't watch Gaia TV and all this stuff because for me, it's like this mainstream media or like mindfulness or something. I don't watch those things because I always make my own experience. I own my own judgments. And I don't actually I stopped reading books. I cannot even read them because the person who reads the writes the book has their own frequency. So I'm very selective about what I watch, what I read, because it's all energy, right? It's right. like if you do a movie, it's like the energy of the person who does it flows into it. So like 
when they ma- do you remember the movie matrix it was like this huge yes. hype it was like a kind of part of awakening when people watched it it was like warm and i do remember that i really wanted to watch it and every time i was going for the movie i was planning to watch it something would happen they wouldn't let like the universe wouldn't let me watch it for 6 months and i was like why is that and that's one reason i realized that when you watch um things in the movie there's some certain programming it's called like subconscious programming mm-hmm. and it's like you watch something and then you get programmed so that's why i'm saying when you watch something when you listen and read something then please make sure you just don't follow it blindly make sure you feel it in your heart if that is correct and resonating with you like when you were saying oh you know i was in church and then they said put the holy spirit in what and you say hey there's something off here so you have to listen to your heart and not just follow blindly someone something they say because many people sp- speak very well it doesn't mean it is very well <laughs> yeah so this is something i that's for me most important i agree yeah. with you because it it is everything's of energy and you know being especially empathic it's you're feeling everything and everyone's stuff too and a lot of times yeah. i'm wondering like i didn't have this headache i didn't have this backache and you know where is this coming from and then yeah, yeah watching the news and and you know there's certain movies that i don't even watch i don't even have yeah. a tv anymore yeah you know, it's that yeah. negative i can't stand being around that negative frequency that's being yes. put out there it just ugh. yeah and it's like children when the parents just put their children in front of the tv i used to watch a lot of tv but we did have different like movies like we had very spiritual movies when when i grew up so we had like tripod we had uh, um captain future we had like amazing movies out there which were like very very uplifting which is not happening right now so i cannot watch tv i get angry and then when p- parents say oh my child is like how do you say a d h s h d a s or a d h how do you call that you know when they say adhd yeah it's like of course yes of course because it's like you put you give sugar to your child and you um you the child is watching some videos and watching movies which is just not peaceful anymore you know it's like not good for your soul so yeah it's important there's certain things like movies that i've been because of being a researcher and an inve- like i become an investigator researcher so documentaries mm-hmm. you know i cuz i want to learn and understand and there yeah. is history yeah is not talked about and it's not even in our education system and it goes even back from ancient civilization yeah of how we were actually created can you share some of your thoughts on that yeah i mean now i'm in mexico and um i just came back from mexico city from the pyramids there the sun and the moon pyramid that's what the world calls it but when i was there i spoke to the people there the people who lived there like 
I met one guy and he took me to one like um, I met someone in the group in the touring group. Uh, his name is, for example, Israel and another wonderful woman, Carolina. And then um, he said, Agatha, you know, I can help you. And my neighbor is working there. And I was find out. And I was like, it would be so awesome because I'm going to Mexico City. So this guy, he found his whole entire family used to work at the pyramids. So then they took us there. We went into the tunnel. And um, they said, you know, we remove the shoes when we enter this place. We ask for uh, like permission to enter this place. And that was so respectful. And I have traveled a lot. And I haven't seen anyone like this man so respectful. The Mayans and the Mexican people are very respectful towards nature. Like very, very. They make sure the environment is like healthy. And, you know, it's like very supportive. So we went there to this cave. And he showed me some ritual and it was very intense i started crying because it was like all coming up it was like coming home and then this tunnel was close to the pyramids so then after this we went to the pyramids and we met another guide and he said you know actually this is not the pyramid of the sun it's called something something it's supposed to be for the god of thunder which is connected to thor you know in the nordic um god Yes, and then... Oh my God, yes, continue. And then he said, you know, the pyramid constellation is Orion. And I'm like, oh my God, it makes all sense now. It's like in Egypt, Gizeh, which is also Orion constellation, which is the Gothic energy, which is Asgard Tor, which is connected to like the mystic and magic. Um, it, was, it was like coming home. It was amazing. And then he told me that, the real names of the pyramids and i was like oh my god of course it makes so much sense now just to say sun and moon you know it's, it's like okay sun and moon but if you give go deeper it's like it makes so much more sense wow yeah. <laughs> so you had a like a realization about a part of history yes by going there and experiencing it yourself yes and then That's when i went to the museum two days later um it was amazing because i was saying all the time i said you know the pyramids have tiny little stairs i'm not able to go up there because like my feet don't like i have to walk like sidewards and then at the same time you have those huge big steps which you cannot jump like you have to like you have to use the small step and i said that doesn't make sense i don't get it why is it that way so I went to the museum and then I saw pictures of the little people, which we still have because they have a certain shape, right? It's like they're very lean and then they have those white hips because it's the deformation of the hips. We say it's a deformation, but I don't think it's normal for them. So those little people, they can come up the stairs easily. And I saw all of those statues in the museum and I was like, oh my God, so that means and that time, the little people were like running the like running the city, but at the same time, there was a huge head which was like just the head was one and a half times or two times bigger than just my whole body is, like the Eastern Island statues. And then I was like, oh my god! And those huge giants, they created those pyramids and huge temples because they like who can build that human person? No. 
No. So the tiny little people, they will go up the tiny steps and the huge people, the giants, they would use the big steps and they would build that. It was like so amazing. It was such, an, yeah, that was kind of an awakening, like, and, and, and like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> that well, was amazing. From my understanding from the Anunnaki, which mm -hmm. I've been studying and research, they're the ones that came from Nibiru that created the human species. And they traveled from Egypt to Greece to the Sumerians and even in Mexico. Um, no, that's I don't know. People always talk about the Nibirus, but I know, I know it's I just you know, do you, you have this like people write so much about it? But I know it's not true because I do have past life memories, many of them, and we used to travel through the pyramid so why would they travel from one place to the other the pyramid is like a portal so we used to travel to the pyramid it's like a gateway because the pyramid always used to be surrounded by water so you create an energetic um, kind of morphogenetic field like an electromagnetic field or i call it biomagnetic field because it's more the earth energy like tesla used to use the technology mm -hmm. So he could create with the technology he invented um, kind of gateways to different dimensions and time travel. So the pyramids used to do that. That's why Mexico City used to be surrounded by water, but they pushed it away. So now they build lots of houses on top of the land. That's why they have issues with the earthquake. Okay, because the, the soil, the ground is actually used to be water. It's not proper strong soil. Same in Egypt, they used to have water around. Angkor Wat, it's uh, surrounded by water. Um, Angkor Wat is connected to the constellation of the Draconians and their dragons, not reptilians, and they're beautiful beings. So there are a lot of lies out there. And the Nibirus, for me, I don't see them as the gold diggers, for, for sure not, for, because, for example, in Mexico City, jade had more value than gold but gold has the the how do you say uh, eigenschaft in german it has the the quality um that when you have particles of gold like colloidal gold and um there's uh, this in thailand they create uh, this gold ash tablets from gold which is like um um alchemy it's like they have this alchemy recipe to create gold and make medicine out of it. In your body, it becomes a beautiful um, conduct to different minerals, so the body absorbs that. And gold also is energetically a beautiful protection, but there's enough on Earth. So Nibiru doesn't need to come and make slaves. And I mean, what the heck, you know? I mean, aliens have way more higher technology than to tell humanity to be a slave and dig it out. What rubbish. I'm seriously. I always say people use your common sense. It's like aliens have this high technology, but they're so dangerous. And then they make humanity slaves. It's like the only people who make us slaves is ourselves because we have created duality, right? So we have we had the fall in Atlantis, and in Atlantis we have we had different different star beings living all together, which used to come in, in and out through the pyramid. So the Nibiru, I haven't figured it out fully, but for sure I don't see anything bad in them. <laughs> well, I mean, because it made a lot of sense to to me, 
you know, creating human beings. They're coming here to get resources. They needed, you know, and just the different, some of the similarities that were even written in the Bible, but they're, you know, they've been changed. And it just like, wow, it's like history keeps repeating itself. It's just different times. When are we going to wake up? You know, um, I mean, Mexico City was, was a huge thing for me because um, they used to have those, I mean, actually amazing. I still have to ask them how they did it. They put those crystals, like as fashion on the teeth instead of an implant. They put jade and uh, stones, crystal stones, uh, put it in like proper dentist surgery. <laughs> amazing. And I'm like, what? Because my sister, she used to be a dentist nurse, and she it was fashion in Germany to put the stones on the teeth. And Germany has a lot of Orion energy, especially Kaufbeuren, where I'm from. We have this Gothic thing. So I'm 100% it has this Orion constellation energy. Um, so we had that, and it's, it's, they had it, and it's coming back. And even people, you know, when they do the operation and they want to look like a feline, like lions and tigers, that's what the Mayas did. That's what they did. Um, they were changing their faces, cutting their teeth, and they were using those substances to get hallucination and the drugs, not to have like this amazing experience because we don't need it. They did it because they had sacrifices. Shamans all over the world did sacrifices. So they had to use those, um, I call it painkillers or, or like... Um, psychedelics so that the people wouldn't scream like in pain so they would be more numb and then because the people who would watch it they would freak out right they would run away so they would use psychedelics to 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 do those rituals so i can show you something i have it here um like this one here is uh whoop, can you see this yeah here there, there can you, you go. see this yeah yeah so this is from a plant i don't know if it's agave or something but can you see the needle here? Yeah. They use it so, okay. So they would use this needle here to do piercing, to cut the genitals, to, to cut certain parts of the body, to take the blood for, for, for rituals, right? So, and they wouldn't kill the people. They would just give them psychedelics. And then they would use the blood for the gods, right? So also at the same time, they would cut the teeth and create the visual vision of uh, like those lions. And um, yesterday, um, I spoke to my neighbor and my neighbor's brother is an anthrop anthropologist, something in English. I have no idea. Yeah, so he works with the bones, like the, 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 the serious bone something, bones. There's a lady who does the bones research and stuff. So he said that his brother, because they're allowed to go to all those ancient historical sites, and then he said, you know, in the museum they have many, many skulls which they're hiding because humanity is not ready for it, which they have a normal human skull but huge lion teeth. So I did some research on this yesterday, but those are actually the lions. Uh, or the Syrians, like the feline race, which we used to have here on Earth. So we have the avians in the Mexi Mexican tradition. The avians are the bird people. You can see them anywhere in the museum, on paintings, on statues, the feathers. Why? I mean, why would they wear it? 
that were those were the avian races the avians are the bird people you can even find isis in egypt right so then we had the lions the tiger people you know um and they were even trying to um to copy that they would like kill tigers or panthers or jaguars and put the head on their head um so it all makes sense once you put the puzzle pieces together so yeah and then the giants and then the little people yeah so i always question my well i mean i've heard of the anunnaki but then i question like there had to be others not just them yeah Me too. and then with all the because i've seen twice in my lifetime a ufo like ship spaceship yeah yeah and i'm like okay there's others out there somewhere coming yeah. in going out sure. and yeah. Yeah, there are pictures that I've seen. I don't know. Like, I'm looking forward to because I've never been out of the United States. And I've always wanted to go to the Egypt pyramids, Peru. Yeah. What is it? Tommy Michu. To, uh, oh, my God. What? I think it's in uh, Mexico. Ma Machu Picchu? It's in Machu Peru. Picchu, yes. I can't pronounce it, but I'm like, I want to go to that place. Okay. And, and <laughs> their, their writings and... I have a feeling that when I get there, I, I will be channeling. So I'm like curious of what's going to happen. And I'm open, you know, cause I want to know. And they've had drawings of, you know, um, ships, like things that look like helicopters that you would look today. Like, wow, this is like 95,000 or even, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of years ago. Yeah. They that still have to paint the picture like that it's made in stone. Um, they call it the spaceman because he sits like an astronaut in that. And even mm -hmm. yesterday I posted a picture in the Arcturian group. Um, so if you like your most, like everyone else is most welcome to join. It's a, a, a Facebook page. It's called the Arcturian. Um, so I posted a picture there of the Anunnaki when they hold this bag and they have this kind of watch. And then Lumi, she's one of my moderators, the amazing people. Otherwise, I could not run that, that whole show, you know, the Facebook group. Um, so she posted a picture, and I was like, Lumi, you rock. And she posted of the astronauts this time, okay, this century, holding this huge kind of air. It's actually an air supply. It regulates the air into the suits of the astronauts and then you have a watch to of course to watch the pressure like when you do scuba diving you have a watch because you need to see the timing and the pressure and the anunnaki had exactly those bags and i know we do have star uh, like um alien races which they cannot uh, breathe air they're having um um wait they're having um, I forgot what it is called in English, but there's air, and I think this other one, so which we cannot breathe, we need air, which carbon is also an, an carbon dioxide, or I think so. Um, some races have not air because air is a mixture of O2 and uh, um, and um, stickstoff. Stickstoff is. I'm sorry, I don't remember the English name, but air is not pure air. It's a mixture of two, two elements. Hydrogen, and then, um, hydrogen and then carbon 
dioxide, it brings it, H2O. Yeah, exactly. So people always think, oh, there's air in the air, but air is actually a mixture of two components. And then we have star races, which they cannot breathe that. They, they need, of course, like a different, not air supply, but they need a different supply. The same way when we go to the moon or whatever, we need air, right? So, right. you know, it makes all sense when, when we, we switch those components. You know, it's like we need air on the moon or different places, but when they come to us, they need something else. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, like, so excited that you got to go there. I'm looking forward to going there um, <laughs> soon. I know I'm going to be traveling. I just couldn't tell you when, but I know I'm going there. And yeah. I'm I mean, going to have an amazing experience. But, um, yeah, you go where you feel guided. Yeah. It, it's definitely good. I'm like, I could see it. I'm like, okay, I'm there. You know? <laughs> uh, but with what you have learned and with your gifts, and it's almost like you're a soul whisperer. What, yeah. what do you, what is it that you do to help others? How does that work? Okay. So what I do is I do call myself soul whisperer. It's like when people say a horse whisperer, this, um, I have the ability to connect, um, like that your soul talks to me. Like I talk to your soul, like I'm in between, like I'm, how do I say, I'm like, the bridge between the spiritual world and the, the earthly world. So when people come to me, I always ask for permission if I'm allowed to work with them. I don't need it, but this is something, especially when I start doing healing that I do, and I, I do healing in a very, very different way, very different. So when I do healing, I never ever enter someone's body energetically never because the information comes to me it's like reading in a book the energy from you comes to me i just read it and i tell you what i see what the blockages are so i don't need any information and then your soul guides me and tells me what you need for healing and you get homework from me and i always work overnight because it's so much easier so when i work overnight you get a lot of homework because it's always about standing up in your true own power so what i do is i always push the energy back to, to you because it's not about me it's about you and that's why i tell people the less you talk the less energy you lose because the energy of healing can come and you can receive it right it's all about frequencies so i have certain Tricky tools I, I just made, which people, for example, have to go to nature with certain exercises and homework. So that I know when you have done it because your system and your, your health will change. And I will know if you have done it or not because it's like your life force gets activated. And it's not in my hands, it's in your own hands. And some people, like, I have amazing results when people say, wow, so much changed. And I had one person just last week, and he said, you know, I got it. It did not help. And I was like, yeah, sorry. I was like, what the heck? Come on. I said, you didn't go in nature, right? You didn't do what I told you. You were supposed to do something. No, I didn't have time. I said, yeah, so if you don't find time for yourself doing that, you don't expect from me that it works if you don't do your homework. 
So I'm not taking bullshit from people because <laughs> I'm not here to save you. I'm here to empower you to stand in your own truth, self-empowerment, right? In your true self, being you, understanding who you are. So, yeah, after that, he didn't say anything. I said, to please, most welcome to message me back once you have done your homework, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, I know what's going on, so I'm, I'm, I'm quite strict that way. <laughs> well, it, it's like, would you agree that we've been programmed for instant gratification instead of a yeah. delayed gratification? Yes. Like some people keep coming, asking questions, want to have guides and leaders. I mean, I love to lead in a healthy way. Not that some people follow me like I'm some guru and then they just do what I say. No way, I push them away. I had that since I'm very little and I understand now why. Because people, humanity really, I mean, they always say, oh, Hitler was so bad. But how could he have this power when people, like they followed him, right? He did a lot of good things. He made the Autobahn. Um, we have cars like BMW, Mercedes. They used to ha do weapons and planes and stuff. Um, Hitler came up with huge uh, technology. He was working with the real women, which are from, uh, not Andromeda, they're from Aldebaran. So he used to have a lot of knowledge, and now he's the bad guy because, he, uh, I mean, it's not just the German people, the whole world was following him because he had this charisma and they wanted him to be a leader. But at the same time, behind Hitler is also people who told him what to do, right? It's not just one person who, who runs the country. So I just want people to start thinking instead of judging. Um, it's, everything happens for a reason and there's good and bad in, in, in on, like a medal has two sides, right? If you take a coin, you look at this side, but then you look at this side, and it's different prints. Right. So those things are so important. Yeah. Well, that's just like with um, because they're they're having a UFO disclosure next month, where you know all the agents, you know, the military have to disclose information to share with the. I guess it's called the Space Force, and you know, going through even with through my research, it's like. I was telling somebody, I'm like, yeah, there, there's people that behave in a good behavior, and then there's people that behave in a bad behavior. There's the difference. Well, it's the same way with these other beings. There are some that don't have good behavior and some that have good behavior. But that's the thing. Is it good or is it bad? Because if a crocodile eats a human, it's normal for the crocodile, but the human gets threatened and says, oh, the crocodile is so bad. But if you take a crocodile, we have here in Casas and not a crocodile, you can swim with it, you can dive with it, you can, it comes really close, it will not harm you, it will not do anything. At the same time, we have tigers all over the world. When, it, you, when they live with the humans, they will not harm the humans. But if you get attacked by a human, you will hate the humans, right? So in the same way is humanity has a very... I think a lot of potential of anger and, 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 and blaming others for something is good and bad. But if someone learned from their childhood to survive in a way killing, like, in, like the only way is, oh, I need to kill, it's not bad for that child or that, that person, right? It's what they learn to do. For us, it's bad because we feel threatened. But if once we understand 
the purpose, why they're doing something, and the meaning, where they're coming from, then we can change things, right? We can reach out to them and, and change certain behaviors, which we see as bad. It doesn't mean it is bad. At the same time, we are doing things. We are not perfect, which might harm them. And they're saying, wow, look at this humans. They're so-called supreme race on this earth and then they're killing mother earth and they're just being a cancer to earth which we are because look at us what we do we create chemicals we destroy nature we destroy land i mean you know how can you say humanity is great it's not that but it's our habit to do whatever we want to do to be reckless and then we say oh we're this amazing race it's not true so no. we have to see reality for what it is you know, but people don't like to talk about themselves in a bad way because everyone wants to be the best version of themselves. But how can you be the best version of yourself if you're not honest with yourself? Well, not only that, but it's like I said earlier, history keeps repeating itself until we wake up. And yeah. it's limited beliefs. It's the mental programming and it's the emotional energetic traumas that keep Passing yeah, forward from one generation to another to another to another until we wake yeah. up and heal, like recognize, yeah. realize we are all accountable and responsible for what's going on today. Yeah. Even like I and stand up for my ancestors, they didn't know any better. And yeah. my thing is it's like it has to be a win win for all. If yes. it's a win-win for all, no greed, no narcissism, no ignorance, no control, then, and it's good for everybody, then that is a good thing. I mean, the thing is, um, people always say control or the ego or the mind is bad. It's not true because we have a heart and we have a brain for a reason. But if we use the brain to control out of fear, it um it's a disadvantage in a say it's 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 destructive if you use the mind to focus the outcome and to control and structure something it is very positive and healthy we need a mind because our mind does want to protect us but we need to tell our mind what to do not our mind should tell us what we have to do and how we should react so everything in life has a purpose and we need to use it, but we need to use it in a healthy way. It's like you can love a child and support your child to stand on their own feet, or you can tell your child what a kind of loser it is and it cannot do anything without you because it creates codependency. So it's destructive, mm -hmm. right? So we have everything for a reason, but it's up to us how we use it. And the mind is a powerful organ in our body. Yeah. And yeah. it is, you know, to me, it's like what you say about the connecting with the mind, the body, and the soul. And yeah. they all three have a connection, a very unique connection. And people yeah. running around just, to me, it's like they're asleep <laughs> or they're stuck in that program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is it that um, you have coming up that you could share like any workshops um, or retreats uh, yeah like what i regularly do in the facebook group a group is i do starseed activation 
and healer activations. Also, I have inner inner mastery um, activation kind of course, inner mastery workshop. Um, so the starseed activation is a course of four to five weeks, which you activate, and I say activate, I don't say it's an initiation because an initiation, I don't like it because it's something everyone learns, like I'm a Reiki grandmaster, okay? I got it 2007, I don't use it because it's a technique everyone does. So an activation is a, a step of working with your body, decustifying your glands, um, changing your food style, um, cleansing and purifying your body. We're working with the meridians, the chakras, with like your whole system, not just one thing. And you learn a lot about yourself. We heal, we transform, we remove implants. And you're getting a lot of tools to help yourself, which you can use later onward so that you don't depend on me. So the starseed activation is to activate your psychic abilities, which are very unique and different from another person. So I cannot tell you what it might be um, because you're different than someone else, right? You don't want to yeah. be like someone else. And that's when the competition stops. It's like when soul family starts because we help each other because all of us have amazing gifts. So, and you also remember, start remembering who you are. That's the starseed activation. You get like, Back to connect back to source, to your own source, and then you remember who you are, where you came from. And we have everything. We have so many lives in different places. The yeah. healer activation is, yeah. Because the, the spirit never dies. It just gets transformed yeah. into a being. Yeah. But you need the healer All energy. <laughs> yeah. So the healer activation is a course of seven weeks which is really about really strongly connecting with your heart and source energy, Mother Earth and Father Heaven energy, and to remember the old healing you used to do as a priest, priestess in Atlantis, Lemurian, and different planets. So this is like an ability to activate you being a healer and then to help others to, to um, redirect frequencies, to work with frequencies and different tools like crystals, herbs, smudging. So this is a very, this is, healer activation for people who feel they're having the abilities to heal again very unique and the inner mastery that's a very different complete different um eight week course which is i cried when i did that i have no idea how i came up with all those things sometimes i'm like what did i do <laughs> um, so it's a course of eight weeks and we're working with the meridians, the chakras, the planets, the days. Um, so it's like really interdimensional. We are activating, integrating potential so that you can start creating your own timeline. It's actually crazy freaky. <laughs> but wild and fascinating at the same time. Yeah. It's, yeah, I've experienced a few things. I'm like, huh? Like, what was that about, you know? And then they'll, like, months later, it will come back to me, and then you get the aha moment. Like, oh, so that's what that was about. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not <laughs> as much lately, but, it, yeah, I do have those experiences. I look forward to getting on one of those courses with you. 
Yeah, I mean, the next Darcid activation course starts 7 of July, but I always tell people, please, um, the last entry is um, 1st of July because you get a list of items you need to purchase in the country wherever you are. Like, I don't have any benefits from it because those are certain herbs and like, not substances, uh, certain herbs and ingredients you need for your di um, diet, kind of. It's not a diet, it's just a change of, of uh, your food um, habit. Mm -hmm. So, um, so to rejuvenate your body and everything, you know, so that you can just the energies need to be able to flow through your system. Like what they did in the old ancient pyramids is when they were working with the herbs, they were actually cleansing the body. We are like, we are like a, a medium. We are medium. Like through us flows energy. We are like a battery. So, but if our, like gold is an amazing energy transporter, right? And like when you take iron or metal or copper, but at the same time, when you use plastic, plastic will not be able to transport energy, right, on electricity. So it's like, let's say, if we eat lots of garbage and rubbish, we are we becoming plastic, but our nature is not to be plastic. It's like to be copper or gold. So what I do is with you, to give you this list, is to purchase those items so that we start making your body again to be a proper I think it's called conductor to be a proper flowing conductor. So the energy life force flows through your body. And that's when we activate and work with all the glands. People always say, oh, the third eye, the third eye. Hey, we have seven glands, not just one. We need to work with all of them because all of them are antennas. And, you know, that's why it makes it so unique the way I work. It's very, very holistic. It's very complete. And we look into all details. And of course, there's always improvement. But I haven't seen this, what I do anywhere else in the world. And I've worked with many healers and starseeds. Yeah. So this is like something special I do to bring the energies back into the body so that you can be the best version of yourself with your full ability. And of course, it's a growth. You know, it's like we keep changing. I mean, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Right, because the energy is constantly moving. And I used to t say to some clients, I'm like, oh, you need a chakra enema because all your chakras are blocked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I am yeah. I'm definitely going to uh, – I have the information how to contact you, but can you yeah. tell everybody oh, how sure. to reach out to you? Um, I can give you the link also. It's um, – actually very easy it's my name it's for english speaking people it's arena international and for german speaking people it's arena agate polar and i have you can reach me on facebook you can reach me um on email arena.pola at gmx.de um i have instagram arenas insights and again my name arena gatipola so just enter my name you'll find me anywhere instagram tiktok <laughs> facebook <laughs> telegram oh so like you can find me <laughs> wow that's you youtube know, yeah that's how i found you i think it was oh because yeah, you found me in that whole thing. Yeah. And it connected with my, like, when someone's speaking something, I get, it's like, um, electricity. I'm getting electrocuted. 
It's, yeah. no, it's actually like someone taking a taser gun and putting the volume up to me. And <laughs> it's really intense. And I just happened to be scrolling and you were speaking about something. And I, I felt that hit and I'm like, okay, what's this about? And then that's how I started paying attention. I'm like, okay, so what, what, what is this about the her? And I'm like, Oh, okay. She's part of my family. And and you were so patient with me because I was traveling so much. And you said, okay, okay. And we have different time zones and you were just so patient. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Well, I enjoyed, I've actually been enlightened today just by you sharing your experience, you know, with in Mexico city, what you've discovered and you know, what yeah. it is that you do, how, you know, we're all partakers and, and helping community and making a difference and an impact in this world. That's why we came here. And I'm very thankful and honored that I connected with you. So thank you for joining us thank today. You. <laughs> yeah. 